welcome to Conversations with Achievers. I'm your host, Robert White. I'm a mentor to owners, executives, and their teams, and CEO of Extraordinary People, LLC. I work with people that want to create extraordinary business performance with less stress, more joy, and more personal fulfillment. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn from your peers as we explore what it takes in terms of attitudes, habits, and behaviors that achieve extraordinary results. Results for yourself, for your family, and your community. Hello, it's Robert, and I've got an amazing guest today. Chris Prefontaine is a uh, real estate coach par excellence. We'll find out more about that. Chris, how, how would you like to introduce yourself briefly? Uh, you know, what got you to this place of being the uh, sales superstar that you are? Well, um, I'm going to take 31 years and do it in like one minute. Um, so I've been <laughs> at real estate 31 years, um, coming out of the 2008 real estate debacle, I call it in my book, but basically the crash. I was forced to re-engineer the business because literally no money, couldn't apply for credit, nobody would give me it. So we re-engineered everything. When I say we, it's now my son, Nick, my son-in-law, Zach, and a great team. And we buy properties in New England area, three states. And then we take that knowledge of that expertise, Robert, and we just go do that again out in the field with students and hold their hand literally and get in the trenches with them. So our world is buying and selling without banks and credit and then teaching people to do the same thing. Got it. And, and I, I think that was probably within one minute. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm fascinated that you've been able to integrate your family into this business in a, in a really powerful, not a not like a pro forma way. How did that happen? And, you know, what's working and perhaps what's not working about having uh, so many members of your family engaged? Yeah, it was organic. Uh, people say to me, oh, that's really cool. Did you like sketch out a plan? No, it was organic. Here's what happened. When I came out of the crash, it took four years, eight, 2008 to 12, literally four years to dig out and then mentally go, okay, I can do this and get back on my feet. So in 2012, I launched my re-engineered business. And then my son, Nick, joined me in 14 because I needed help, frankly, with the buyer side of it. He became that specialist. And then my daughter, Kayla, and my son-in-law, Zach, who now also owns the company with me, came in in 15 because in our area, very touristy, Robert. So you know, the bartending and the restaurants, you can make a lot of money, but the hours are awful. So they were in that world and they joined me at the end of 15. And they, we all just went into our roles. When I say organic, like I, Zach doesn't want to do what Nick does and vice versa. And Kayla ran the office before she had two, two of our grandkids. So it just, we all fell into our roles and it, and it, and it works wonderfully. Um, there's nothing that doesn't work because to your question, because we kind of run along a set of values that we all voted on as a team and other, other team members. So it's not a personality conflict or a family conflict. It's does it line up with the values, yay or nay? If it doesn't, we don't do it. So there's usually not, there's no conflict or argument there because of how we run it, if that makes sense. Uh, it sure does. And you know, in my work, uh, when I'm working with a CEO, the, the filter that I'm looking at uh, that organization through is focus, alignment, and commitment. I think that alignment piece around values is just incredible. And I also notice, and I, I suppose I'm going to see if I can get you to not run away from this. Uh, in your writing, the level of respect that you, and I'm looking at your website, and I'm thinking, this, this dad has not just love, but respect for the talents of these uh, kids. 
that he's attracted into his business. It's it's really quite impressive. Well, I, no, I appreciate it. Um, I I never scaled a business before. Forget family for one second and then come back to that. So it was just me, solopreneur. And when I started learning how to scale, it was a gift that they were the ones that organically kind of came into the mix. So that that's cool because there's a trust factor there. There's a grit factor there. There's a lot that goes on that it's kind of subconscious and unconscious that happens. And I, I love it. There's no better way to, if you think about it, hanging out every day almost with, with certain family members. Well, that's cool because those days are usually gone, right? People work, work, work. And so it, we have a lot of fun too. Uh, at the end of the day, there was a time when between where I am now and where I lived last time, whereas right next to my son, Nick, and across the street diagonally was Kayla and Zach, my daughter and son-in-law. And so we, it was a very good separation. At the end of the day, we'd come home, see each other in the driveway as if we never saw each other and just say, how was your day? And laugh because we don't want to bring it home. And that was, it was fun and it was also a good way to separate. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I'm envious. None of my children have chosen to follow me into this work even though I'm proud of the choices they have made and, and the right. contribution that they're making in the world. So, but that's great. And uh, so Chris, along the way, I mean, if I, my understanding of the real estate business is that most often, and even the coaching business, most often it's one or two people and you've built an organization. I'm sure along the way you've, you've learned some things. And particularly if you've, had any stumbles in, in the road to success. Uh, my business audience really resonates with stories about people and how they've come back from some some kind of a pothole or a wreck in the road of life. Yeah. How about you? Well, okay, so a couple of things come to mind. Again, you can peel it back deeper if you want. The coming out of Bowie was the worst ever in my 31 years in the business. And so when I say the worst ever financially, yeah, Deal-wise, it went down the toilet, yeah. But even bigger is the mindset piece that I alluded to earlier because people come to us with whatever baggage they have. And I had baggage, meaning the market went down. And so whether it was conscious or not, I, I'm beating on myself for four years going, well, it must have been me. I can't do this. And even though I was in it 18 years prior to then, right? I had experience. But it, so it was all the lessons that I learned from that. And as a business owner listening or an real estate investor, it doesn't matter, one of the biggest lessons I learned was do not, do not, do not sign personally. Don't pledge your name and your asset and your family's assets to a loan unless it's maybe perhaps for your own personal residence and there's a very low loan of value. But other than that, I can tell you, and some listeners are going to say, wow, I, I, I don't know about that. I have good credit. I can get loans. I'm telling you, if you sign personally and alone, there's one constant about the, the economy and real estate. It does change. That's one constant. And so that when I when I had those properties that I signed personally, all of them, the banks came looking. That was terrible from every stand, standpoint. So all that to say, it took four years to get out of my headspace and say, okay, let's go do this. Let's re-engineer it. And it, it took getting around the right people. There's always people that, I don't care what business you're in listening, there's always someone somewhere that went through what you went through or worse and then achieved something really cool. You just got to go find them. That's what you got to do. And your stuff will look minuscule at that point. You know, I have a dear friend who uh, really got hammered in 2008. He owned uh, some office buildings uh, and, and, uh, and he got through it and he learned a bunch of lessons. And it was fascinating because a couple of years later, 
he was hired for a very good salary or a con contracting fee to go to Australia and show them how to not chase valuations down. Yeah. Because, you know, that was exactly what he had experienced. And then he got paid for what he learned from it. I thought that that's really fascinating. Yeah, there are people that have done that, turn it around. But I sadly, Robert, today meet people that call me up and they want to have what we call a strategy call, let's say. And they have their head in the sand still from 08. And it's just, I do everything I can to just get them out of their headspace. Because you're talking, what, 14 years later? That's crazy. But some people are still hurt by it. And they don't want to, they're afraid to, to make it the next run, so to speak. And there's just no need. Again, get around the people that have gone through it and learn from them and just tag tag along, lock arms with them. Wow, that's really wise counsel. And, and those beliefs that people get, and particularly around loss, frankly, yeah. uh, it, and it usually connects up with, I mean, in, in the kind of deeper work that I've done, it connects up to something that happened in their childhood that doesn't appear to be uh, similar, and yet it is. And they link it up and then they start acting really actually foolishly, I guess would be the word. Uh, but when you get that that uh, strong belief about uh, that's usually fear-based, it, it can paralyze you as a business person. That's when you start staying up too late or maybe mm -hmm. drinking a little too much or, uh, you know, prescription or non-prescription drugs yes. or marital problems. You know, all of those things come when you are stuck in that kind of a negative belief. You brought up something that, or you triggered something in that comment that's super important. I, I randomly said, go find someone, but let's make sure you said the word marital and other problems. Let's make sure the person you're seeking out is someone that morally, ethically, and lifestyle-wise you admire. And I say that because I've met some very successful people that trash their family over it. Well, that's not for me. Like, I don't want to follow that. There's, there's, no, there's no expense that that'd be worth. So, or no benefit that'd be worth. So make sure that person's everything that you can get around to. Uh, uh, a friend of mine uh, recently was, uh, I guess, violated, you might say, or trust was violated. And and when I asked him about how he could have really taken responsibility for it, what was his role in the matter? What came up was, he said, I ignored morality. Yeah. He said, I checked everything, but I didn't check, I didn't get some evidence that this was a person with values that I share and that are important to me. It's huge. We actually, in our community, Robert, which I know this is unheard of for mentoring and coaching, but each year there are a handful, I'll say two to six from my memory of students who apply because they have to apply to be in our program, who apply to be in our program and we reject them for not aligning with our values. It's not bad. It's not, there's no, nothing belligerent. It's just, you, you just don't align with our values and here's why best of luck, keep our course, but you just can't go to that next level. And, and so people say, you literally say no to people that want to give you money. I say, yeah, because it's just going to be a headache later on. They've got to align with our values. You know, they, uh, the truism and, you know, my history is primarily in the training business. And one of the uh, truisms is you can, you can train for skills and for results. You cannot train. You cannot alter. You cannot coach around values. Right. They're, they're there or they're not in terms of right. matching the ones that either you personally or your organization are standing for. Uh, so that values piece, when you evaluate your people, whether a new hire or somebody that's already in your organization, you have to come from the standpoint that values don't change, essentially. 
And uh, but you can train for skills, for knowledge, for uh, performance, actually. But if you get a high performer who is not matching your values, that's pretty big trouble in an organization. Yeah, you this is why what you just said is why we have what we call a genius model. And the genius model is just three rungs. It's skill set. But to your point, you can go watch my, my YouTube videos and go, got it. I know they do deals. But it's then it's systems. Okay, you can automate some of that. But then it's the mindset piece. So there's three pillars. They're all necessary because you, me, everyone comes to the table with baggage, good or bad. So that's why in our community, some people do a deal in, say, 30 days. And some people take 365 days and both are okay. But sometimes we just have to peel back the layers. Not necessarily value, but other stuff. You know, I know very little about Rhode Island. Uh, my my son went to Johnson and Wales. Ah, okay. Uh, he's a chef, uh, yeah. so I know that, and I visited briefly. But uh, what it's really kind of famous with me uh, is that I take very few daily emails. You're probably the same. You know, you. I don't. I I, I take uh, I take one on marketing, Seth Godin. I take uh, and I take one on on. Uh, I guess spirituality, this little thing called TUT, T-U-T, uh, which is a- I'm familiar with actually. You know, 10 second read. Yeah. <laughs> and I take uh, the occasional, but mostly daily email from a guy who lives near you uh, named Alan Weiss. Are you familiar with Alan? I don't know why that sounds familiar. What does he do? It he sounds is, very familiar. He's one of the top executive coaches and mentors in the world. And uh, one of the things he does with his uh, his email is he mixes what's going on for him personally and his family, and and he travels extensively and and all that, and coaching tips. And uh, so it, it you get to know him as a human being, and he, he's got an ego about the size of Mount Evans that I'm looking at <laughs> out here in the distance. Uh, and so you have to kind of be willing to put up with that, like his coaching video starts out with him driving up to his palatial home in a Bentley convertible. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the message is pretty clear. But one of the things that he quite often talks about is is the power and the limitation of a place that's kind of as intimate as Rhode Island seems to be from a distance, mm. where you're, you're kind of, you know, a lot of people and you're, you, uh, your values are on parade. Yeah, it is tight community. I, I guess every community is where we're building a, a second home that every, everybody knows everything. It's another little tight little community, but maybe that's how I gravitate. But it's good. It's all good. Keeps everybody keeps everybody um, honest, so to speak. <laughs> well, you've talked a little bit about keys to success in your business. Uh, what what's is there a was there a moment, a turning point for you that just to kind of sprung things loose and and created the kind of, uh, of volume of business that you do and the number of people that you coach? Um, two things come to mind, but I think my generic answer before I say those, Robert, is that I think it's constant. If you're seeking, like we're talking about and seeking and seeking, you probably have ahas or breakthroughs, you know, a couple of times a year or at least once a year. So for me, if I think back to sort of a pivotal, the pivotal was, Moving from that, I'm a solopreneur, I can get to that million mark, and, that, and I don't want to water down what I'm about to say about people earning a million, but the fact is, most people with the right guidance can get to a million dollars in income. It's just that what got you there, the muscle, the extra hours, the grit, the extra calls, the extra emails, all those things won't matter going from one to five. It's an entirely different ballgame, and I just didn't get that. So I seeked out in, uh, let's see, December of 17. 
I went on a search for the, uh, someone who could teach us how to scale because I hadn't the experience of that. I found that organization. It wasn't real estate, it was just business. And uh, to this day, we belong still. And I would credit, I literally, when, when I'm on his show, he, he thinks I'm saying it because of him, but I credit his organization for everything we've done scaling wise. That was a pivotal moment. And then the second one was looking at new hires as revenue generation versus, oh gosh, I don't know if we can afford this. And that those two things were like switches. They might seem simple, but they're big switches. So now we look at, for example, revenue per employee versus, oh, we got this big expense. You know, that uh, usually when the subject of mindset comes up, people think of personal growth and that's certainly the heart of it. But there's a business mindset like that one about hiring people for as revenue generators, not as uh, not part of the expense load. It, it really shifts how you, how you search, how you interview and how you hire. Right, 100%, 100%. So, so the values we talked about earlier and then that, yep. Wow, that's, that's incredible. And by the way, I, I wanna assure everybody, I did not pay Chris for that commercial for business coaches. Uh, but thank you, Chris, I appreciate that. Exactly. Look, look uh, you're obviously a guy who uh, shares openly and honestly, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, if people wanna, get in touch with you either as uh, as potentially to be coached around investments or just because they like how you look and feel and speak, <laughs> and, you know, maybe want a friendship that's of a, of a quality person. Uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? And, you know, how do you, how do you connect with people? Sure. I, I'm big on letting people see what we do for free. So you can go to our website, smartrealestatecoach.com and um, just hit the contact button or probe around because I would love to a help people and that's our model and B uh, have people just do their own due diligence. A lot of people don't want to be in, uh, you know, in someone's face yet. They want to do their own homework. We have, if you put a slash master's class after that website, so smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash master's class, you, you'll get me for an hour, but it's automated and you won't have to interact. If you don't want to, you can take it in and understand what it is that we do. And if it resonates, fantastic. And I do have uh, for your tribe, Robert, specifically because i appreciate you having me on i we do have our best-selling books and i i don't like the offers that go get my free book but put 12 dollars in for a credit card so it's free we will ship it at our cost it is it is the hard copy book it's not electronic and that's over at wickedsmartbooks.com mm. forward slash achievers that expression wicked smart is so uh so no england i love it <laughs> chris it's been a delight to uh, get to know you a bit uh, i think uh what you're doing is it's very high level in terms of professionalism and obviously uh you're living what you teach around focus alignment and commitment to both to people and to your family and to your community uh it's just been an absolute delight anything to wrap up from you uh, well, I, I just want to send it back to you. I appreciate you and I appreciate how you're helping businesses do exactly what I just said that I was challenged with. So I, I do appreciate it. So a high five there. Um, uh, other than that, I just want to go back to the mindset for one second and say you can do it. And what does that mean? I know it's super broad and it may be fluffy, but the fact is pick whatever niche you're in, find someone doing it. I don't care what business, find someone doing it who has experience and then put the blinders on for three years. You'll have a great experience. Simple three-step formula. You know, I've been interviewed uh, many times, uh, especially around my book, Living an Extraordinary Life. And there's always a snarky question in the interview. You know, they, they try to trip you up on something. And, 
somebody said, well, what makes you really qualified to write this book, Living an Extraordinary Life? And without thinking one day, I said, well, because I've been there and done that. 100%. Yeah, you know, it's an old, old expression, but, you know, the journey has been, you know, I mean, some super highs, some super lows, lots yeah. of learning. I'm yeah. happy with my life, you know, but it's, it's been an interesting trip and a lot of what I'm able to share with people. And I see that and feel that in you is we've been there and done that. We've, yep. we're not teaching something that, that, uh, is some theory. Uh, so I appreciate that about you. I, I, and again, thank you so much for investing some time, uh, for my listeners. You bet. Thanks for having me. Appreciate All you. the best. Thanks so much for joining us for Conversations with Achievers. If you or someone you know would make a good guest for this weekly show, the details are at therobertwhite.com and click on podcasts. I'm looking for businessmen and women with a story to tell, stories that might benefit other owners and executives. If you got some value from this program, I'd really appreciate you sharing about it on social media and just mentioned www.therobertwhite.com slash podcast. Of course, subscribing means you won't miss a show and rating the podcast positively will leave Robert smiling. I'm building a movement here for leaders, leaders who want to succeed in business, succeed with their families, have fun, and contribute toward making the world a better place. It's special to me that you chose to listen. I look forward to connecting again next week. Remember, reach out to me anytime with any questions or concerns at therobertwhite.com. Bye for now.